Blog Talk Radio. Okay, that does not mean that the person is trying to talk to me or the person is trying to uh, do something wrong, but it's not good for a single man to do a deliverance with a female. It's not good. It's not wise. So when you're dealing with casting out demons in a deliverance ministry, you need the nine gifts of the Spirit. You need word of wisdom. You need the word of knowledge. You need the gift of healing by the same Spirit because you can't do it. And when you're dealing with demons, we're not like Jesus. Jesus was the word. We need the gifts so that we can hear from God to help people with their issues. Now, let me say this. What we do at Live Deliverance Internet Radio, when you're a member here, is that we get basic information, address, city, spouse, name, email, citizenship. Uh, then what we'll do is we'll tell a person, describe your situation. And me and Sister Durgan, we will listen to the person. Now, we don't have no time limit, Luke 9, 1 and 2, take you know script. We allow the Holy Spirit lead us based on Luke 12, 11 and Mark 13, 11. Do not premeditate. Do not worry about what you're going to say or how you're going to say it. For the Holy Ghost at that hour should teach you at that hour what to say. You must depend on the Holy Spirit. So give the person an opportunity to uh, talk. Let them talk because they're getting healed. Sometimes people just want you to hear them. Become quick to listen, so to speak, and slow to anger. So we'll listen. Now, why the person is talking, me and Sister Durden, we're really not listening. We're just praying in tongues because we don't have to hear them. The natural man received not the things of the Spirit, 1 Corinthians 2.14. So we depend on the Holy Spirit. Now, while the person is talking, I'm listening, but I'm I'm not really hearing them. I hear them, but I'm not trying to hear them in the natural because we're dealing with demons. Another important thing is to find out prescription drugs what a person has taken. That can let us know whether a person has schizophrenia, MPD, multiple personality disorder, a double tongue, a double heart, vitamin supplements. And then we are asked questions such as one, do you attend fellowship on a regular basis? Now, this is live deliverance manual that we do that we have not, haven't changed because this started in a hospital. This ministry started in a hospital at South Fulton Medical Center in 2004. And during the time from 9 o'clock in the, in the morning to 2 in the morning for three years, I studied. And when I first got into the deliverance ministry, I was with Bob Larson. And I used to represent Bob Larson with me and Victor Freeman. But Bob Larson is a deliverance minister. He believes in uh, idol uh, uh, altars. You can leave an altar in a person. That's not in the Bible. The Bible says you got a body, mind, soul, and spirit. So what we do is ask a person, do they attend fellowship on a regular basis? Then do they read the Bible on a regular basis? Because if they read the Bible on a regular basis, there's some consistency there to maintain a deliverance. A lot of people don't understand when demons leave you, that's the easy part. But the most difficult part is to keep them away from you after you do deliverance. Now, 
you can't play with the Lord in this ministry. Now, if you're a Christian and you're trying to, you know, play a game, I, I ask that you not do it because it's very dangerous. You have to want to change. You are dealing with something in you that wants to destroy you, and a lot of people don't really believe that. Jesus, when he was casting out demons, was dealing with evil entities in the human body. Now, the scripture says in Luke chapter 11, verse 24, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places. Anything that's dry, a demonic spirit could be attached to wooden objects. I've seen them be attached to spiders. I've seen them being attached to upside-down crosses, pentagrams. That really brings demons. Oonks, zodiac signs, that really brings demons. Seeking rest and finding none, he say, he, the demon, he. There's no female demon. I will return unto my house. He's talking about your body. These things are so bold, they don't even recognize you. They say, I will return unto my house. So if you have a demon of lost in you, it's in there. It's a house living in you. Spirit of alcohol, spirit of heroin, speed, cocaine. These demons that's in you are going to arise and come up. All you got to do is set yourself off in the wrong mood swing or somebody say the wrong thing. Or you get ticked off because you're so hurt inside. You're trying to relieve yourself do drugs and the demons get in and make it worse on you within your personality. Well, how do I know this? I'm an ex-crack addict. Ex. I was a drug dealer before I was doing anything else after I got out of the military and I began to uh, sell uh, drugs and begin to use my own product. So the demon don't care about that. He's just see his house when I come out. And when he cometh, he find it it's swept and garnished. That's the deliverance ministry. Then goeth he and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. This is why we listen to people, because once we get the demon out, we got to make sure that the person can maintain that themselves so that unclean spirit won't go back in them and make them worse. You'd be seven times worse. The scriptures just said that. So we're looking for consistency. If a person reads on a daily basis, they will be able to maintain the uh, ministry, I mean, the, 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 the deliverance. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then after that, we asked them, are they born again? We've had people say, oh, well, I've been a Baptist all my life. I didn't ask you that. Have you been born again? The first thing, well, I don't know. Well, let's find out. Do you want to get saved and we'll teach salvation? And then we're asked, have you been baptized in the Spirit? If they say no, they need power. And you said receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, Acts 1.8. Then we ask questions like, do you smoke? Do you drink alcohol? And somebody tell me, no, the Holy Spirit said, somebody say, uh, no, I don't, uh, no, I don't drink alcohol. And the Holy Spirit said me, that's a lie. So I know it's a lying spirit in them because the Lord will give me word of knowledge to tell them what day they had that drink on. Now, you can't tell a, 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 a alcoholic it's good to drink wine. The Bible says drink wine is good for thy stomach's sake, for medicational purposes. Jesus turned water into wine. But don't tell that to a, a spirit with drunkenness in them. 
So you have to use wisdom by the Holy Spirit when you're dealing with people. Then we ask people, do they drink caffeine? Are they a vegetarian? If they say yes, that they're a vegetarian, that's perfectionism. Do they exercise? That means do they have any balance in their life? Are they overweight? I'm looking for the spirit of gluttony. Do you hear voices? I'm looking, I'm looking for schizophrenia. Do you have night terrors? I'm looking for uh, incubus and succubus, male spirit, female spirit, that have sex with men and women at night in the bed. Do you have night visitors? I'm seeing are there, uh, do they see these people having any manifestations where they can see spirits? I know they've probably been crossed over into the occult. Now i got to deal with something else. We have to break the occult spirits from people. Have you tried to attempt suicide? I'm looking for the spirit of murder. Have you ever had channel guides? That means I'm trying to find out, have they been dealing with extraterrestrial meditation, ESP, biofeedback, biorhythm charts, tea leaves, coffee grinds, all types of areas that you can open up doors in your life that brings demons. Now, if a pastor is not ordain in the ministry of deliverance, you shouldn't even be setting up in there because you're not going to get any help. None, because they don't know about demons. Then you ask the person, do they have channel guides? Is there any astral travel? Any remote view? Any hypnosis? Have you ever tried vampirism? D&D? I'm looking for Satanists now. Have you been into paganism, Satanism, or Waka? Have you been into voodoo or centurion? Have you sacrificed animals? Do you talk to the dead? Do you listen to Jonathan Edwards? Have you ever been levitated? I'm looking for, when I'm hearing levitation, that's heavy witchcraft. What drugs have you used? That's very important because each drug can represent a particular spirit that operates in a person. Have you ever been diagnosed with bipolar, schizophrenia, MPD, DID? Then I ask the person, describe your faith, and I'll listen as they talk. Then I would ask them about their parents' history. Now I'm looking for a curse. In Proverbs 26.2, the Bible says a curse would not come without a cause. A curse has to have a cause to come into your life. Then I asked the person about divorce on the mother's side, alcoholism, murder, incest, barbiturates, drugs, witchcraft, what religion. I'm a Catholic, so I know I'm dealing with the spirit of Catholicism. Now I know that they got a lot of demons in them because they're praying to everybody else besides Jesus. But they're praying to Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. And Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sins, down at our death. Amen. Now that ain't nowhere in the Bible. So I know I'm dealing with spirits of idolatry now. What type of diseases in your background? My mother had cancer through my bloodline on my mother's side. My father, there was a lot of diabetes. So you got to know these things if you're going to be a deliverance minister in order for the Lord to use the wisdom he's given you to help that person. Because you ain't really doing it. You're having the Holy Spirit in you because of the word that's in you. Now, there ain't no whole lot of word in you. You're not going to be an effective deliverance minister because you need the word to deal with demons. Then after that, we go a little deeper. The next session here at Live Deliverance, we go deeper. We're asked uh, questions such as yes, no, or you don't understand, or you don't remember. And the first thing we start with is unforgiveness. 
Now, if you're trying to get delivered from evil spirits and you have unforgiveness in your heart, Isaiah 59, 1 and 2, God's not going to hear you. He don't listen to people if you don't forgive. And a lot of people hold grudges on people, and that really opens up the doors to demons. Uh, Anxiety opens up a door to demons. Frustration, short-tempered, anything, kick you off like that. So you've been hurt so much that you got a wounded soul. That has to be repaired. Can't no man do that. Now, if you turn to Isaiah chapter 59, verse 2, it says, But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Now, what is it that, why he won't hear you? Because you won't forgive. You have to forgive before you get in any deliverance here at Live Deliverance Ministries. Now, in Matthew 5, 23, Jesus says, Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother have an altar against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way first. Be reconciled to thy brother, and then come into thy gifts to God. Then he'll forgive you. Me and Sister Durden had a case many years ago. This man was smoking four to, I think he smoked about five, six, seven cigarettes outside. He was waiting for deliverance, and he was just stressed out. So his wife came in, and he said, she just won't forgive me. So she was, it was her time for deliverance, and she said, I said, ma'am, would you forgive your husband? She said, no, I won't. I said, we can't help you. So if you don't forgive nobody, don't be looking for the Lord to deliver you. Because <laughs> he's not. You have to forgive people. Once we give a person that understanding, then they start forgiving and break the bitterness. Uh, Hebrews twelve fifteen. don't let no root of bitterness spring up trouble for you. Then we'll deal with the, the rebellious demons, such as we'll ask a question, say, we may say, let's deal with rebellion. Are you unsubmissive? Are you teachable? Yes, no, or you don't know. Have you ever been dealing with that? And some may say, oh, I don't know. I don't listen to them. I'm looking to see if there's a spirit of error in them because I'm listening to the Holy Spirit. Spirit of error is in 1 John 4, 6. Unteachable. Yes, no, you don't know. I heard a person say, yes, I'm teachable. And the Lord told me, no, he's not teachable. He's very rebellious. And I have to hear the Holy Spirit to tell me what else. So when you're doing deliverance, you have to depend on the Holy You can't depend on your human mind and human experiences in this ministry because you're dealing with forces that was here before you. You're dealing with forces that was kicked out of heaven because there was war in heaven and Satan and angels was cast out. Jesus said, Luke 10, 18, I've seen, behold, I've seen Satan fall out of heaven like lightning. So after that, we may say, are you defensive? Yes, no. But you don't know. If a person is defensive, then they don't have the arm of God on. They're doing it in the flesh. Now we know that they have a curse on them because they're doing it in the flesh. Now the Bible says in Jeremiah, and let's go to the book of Jeremiah 
And God says, Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is in. If a person is defenseless, they ain't got no hope in God because they're doing it in the flesh. Now you know what you're dealing with. Then after that, we'll move to doors that a lot of people open, such as Ouija boards. Have you ever played with a Ouija board? We're really thorough here at Live Deliverance. The Holy Spirit wants us to be thorough. When you do deliverance, you just can't do no shortcut. You have to be sensitive, and it takes time to work with people. Now, I don't judge nobody, but it's up to you whether you want to change. Don't waste your time or someone's time trying to help you when you really don't want to help. Don't do that. Let somebody else come. You want your demons? You can keep your demons. If you want to get rid of your demons, you can get deliverance. Then we ask, have you ever dealt with sorcery? Seances, channeling, charming, astrology, hor- uh, horoscopes. Do you watch horror movies? When people watch horror movies, they ain't going to open up the door to demons. Are you into black magic, white magic, table tapping, fortune telling, water watching, water dowsing, lies of feathers, visionary dreams, warlock's charms? Are you into palm reading, rude spell books, crystal ball readings, secret oaths, remote view, tarot cards, sealed vows, bloody mary, astral projection, curses, spells, ruins, Halloween, fairy holidays? Do you read TDs or coffee grinds? We have to know these things because that is deeply demonic. Then we'll move to the new age information where you ask. Jesus says, how long has this child been like that? The Lord knows all things, but he did that to show deliverance ministers that we have to ask questions. And when you ask questions, you have to test the Holy Spirit what they say. You remember now they're going through deliverance, so you're not really going to be dealing with that person. And them demons in that person know that you're trying to get them out. They, didn't, they, they, they know Jesus. I know who thou art. Thou art Jesus the Christ, the Son of God. They're very well aware of what you're trying to do. So you can't do it in the flesh. Then we'll move to information uh, concerning New Age. And a lot of Christians get messed up with that. We ask, have you ever been involved with yoga? There are Christians that are doing yoga meditations. We are not supposed to meditate on nothing but the word of God. The Bible does not tell us to meditate on the stars or Jairu and all this old stupid foolishness that I hear people do. It's just pathetic, man, of what people uh, dabble themselves into. Now, in the book of Joshua, Wait one minute. I would like for you to turn to Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. The Bible says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. See, if you don't meditate day and night, you're not going to make your way prosperous because those demons are not coming out. 
And if you're not, if you're meditating on anything else other than the word of God, you're going to open a door to demonic spirits. So yoga opens the door to a lot of demonic spirits. Transcendental meditation opens up a door. You'd be surprised at what Christians go through. 90% of these problems are Christians. We don't deal with deliverance of unsaved people. You can't cast out, can Satan cast out Satan? No. Then we ask, have you been into martial arts? Anytime you open up your children to taekwondo, that's a demonic spirit because it brings out heat through meditation. Psychotrometry, clairvoyancy, talking to the dead, voodoo, visionary guides, pyramid powers, holistic health practices, mind control, psychic healing, psychokinesis, Eastern meditation, Eastern mythologism, spirit guides, terrorism, levitation, hygiene, parapsychologists, clairvoyance, telekinesis, bowel rhythm charts, numerology, false tongues, Psychokinesis, ESP, and biofeedback. We're asking, we're looking for spirits when we do that here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. Then we ask about rejection areas in foster care. Have you been hurt, raped? Now, when I hear the rape, I turn it over to Durden because there's a lot of pain when a person gets raped and gets violated. They have to be healed. They have to forgive, and most times when a person is raped, they blame themselves. They shouldn't do that. Then we will deal with the stubborn demons such as addictions, such as food, workaholic, drugs, sleep aids, alcoholism, gambling, tobacco, pills, sex, television obsessions. Then we deal with the mental demons, daydreaming. Do you have daydreaming problems? We ask these questions, memory gaps, confusions. Do you have fantasies? Oh, we ask a whole lot of questions because that demon knows that the Holy Ghost is poking. And the Holy Spirit is going to really find everything out in every demon in the human body by word of knowledge. Unwholesome entertainment, offensive rap music, heavy metal opens up the door to demons. Special horror, occult, and violent movies and horror books open up a lot of doors to demons. Then we ask a person, and sometimes we ask a person leading up the Holy Spirit, have they had any self-harm and cutting themselves? Then we ask a person, have you ever had a supernatural pact with the devil? You'd be surprised what Christians deal with, such as black cats and spilt salt. Then we start looking for criminal activity. If you deal with a person who had criminal activity, you're dealing with a a rebellious person. Then we'll move to the character issues such as vanity, stealing, gossip, lying, greed, critical spirit, stubbornness, and cursing. Then we'll move to the emotional demons such as fear, heaviness. We'll ask, have you, do you have problems being heaviness? No. And the Holy Spirit said, that's not true. Do you have nightmares or you loneliness? Opens up doors to demons. Fear of man, stress, anxiety, worrying. Lack of trust, depression, paranormal, doubt, worthlessness. Make you don't feel like you're not worthy. These are demons, and we're looking for that here at Live Demons in that radio. And then we deal with the demon of anger, rage, frustration, envy, strife, revenge, unforgiveness, hatred, 
bitterness and jealousy. Then we deal with emotional uh, trauma, such as self-pity, sorrow, excessive mourning for a person who died that opened up a lot of doors to demons. Now we move to the dividing spirits, such as pride, arrogance, defensiveness, controlling, overbearing, boastfulness, bragging. And then we ask, have you ever read a satanic Bible? You'd be surprised. <laughs> then we move to secret oath, Masons. That's against Christianity. How are you going to be a, a frat brother to somebody who's not saved? Jesus said, my mother and brother and sister are those who do the works of my father, Matthew 12, 46 and 47. Notice I use the scripture to everything. A good deliverance minister will always give you scriptures. So now, since we're getting into the secret things such as Freemasonry, Rainbow Girls, Aryan Nation, Daughter of the Nile, Dolly Molly, Ku Klux Klan, Shriners, Eastern Star, Job, Job's Daughter, Skinhead, Neo-Nazis, we done dealt with all this over the years. We done seen it all. Then the religious demons such as Mormonism demons, Child of God demon, Scientology, Rosicrucianism, Theosophy, Buddhism, Ekendor. Askanathianism, Curse of Miracles, Druid Settlement Religion, Universal Church of Ribbon, Sun, Yon, Moon, Makuba, very heavy demonic, Church of Satan, Christian Science, Tropical Lucidism, Hare Krishna, The Way, Mythology, Anthropophilism, Rastafarianism in Jamaica, Bahudanism, Jehovah Witness, Centuria, Offspring of Worshiping the Devil and Roman Catholicism, very heavy in Haiti. If you have the spirit of Islam in you, if you were a Christian, ever been into Islam, and then you got saved, you got to get that thing out of you because it's an antichrist spirit. Islam is against the Messiah. Edward Casey, Science of the Mind, Spiritism, Voodoo, Satanism. People deal with these issues. Then we go to the fleshly demons that open up the door to really horrific sins to people, such as adultery. Lustful thoughts, prostitution, homosexuality, if you've been molested, molestation, man, that's a lot of hurt for people. So you have to be very sensitive. Ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness. Consider thyself, lest that thou shalt be tempted, Galatians 6.1. Everything is led by the Holy Ghost in the deliverance ministry. Nothing is done in the natural mind, not in this ministry. So we move now to pagan artifacts in your house. Do you have any voodoo dolls? Have you been out of town and brought in something in your house? This is how demons get into your home. Do you have a desire to renounce God or Christ? Do you have a desire to curse God? Do you have blasphemy thoughts? Well, why is this? This is the Antichrist spirit that's in Christians. Denying the existence of Satan or demons. Most of the theologians of intellectualism have that problem. Denying the Bible is God's word. Denying Jesus is God and was resurrected. Denying the atonement of Christ. Hostility to rejection of God, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. And then we start asking, have a person been in contact with such spirits such as on certain forms of confusion? That brings demons. When a person gets confused, 
That's a lot of demonic spirit. Special strong smell of a foul odor around you. Eyes turning red when you're angry. Hearing hissing sounds around you. Burning sensation with an oil. oil. We know what we're dealing with now when we deal with that. So we ask a lot of questions here. And then we are searching and asking the Holy Spirit what we're dealing with. Are we dealing with succubus spirits, which are demonic sexual intercourses with a female spirit? An incubus spirit is demonic sexual intercourses with a male spirit. We ask questions as feeling very cold or having a room become adjusted hot and cold. That's demonic. Altered state of consciousness without alcohol or drugs is ESP. So there's a lot of things that a person deals with and here at Live Deliverance in that radio. We really deal with it with a pick, fine-tuned pick. Now, let's deal with the nature and the activities of demons. Demons all have a hallmark of a normal personality. They have a will. Matthew chapter 12, verse 4, and their will is to destroy you. And that will is to whatever bondage that you're in, they're going to try to make you keep yourself in bondage. So you have to fight your way out of it. This is not easy. The Bible says fight the good fight of faith. And a lot of people want deliverance ministers to do their job. They want you to do everything. No, we can't do everything. No, you you got to do it. We just tell you what the Holy Spirit say doing, but it's up to you to do it. Demons have emotion, James two nine. They have knowledge, Mark one twenty three and twenty four, Acts nineteen fifteen. And they have the ability to speak through humans, through you. Now demons are used by Satan to oppose God. His plan and purpose in his people. They are also warring against unbelievers to keep them from the truth of the gospel. Demons control Pacific territories such as principalities, such as the Prince of Persia mentioned in Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 through 13. Demons also work through personalities. These men and women to accomplish satanic objectives to keep you from knowing who Jesus is. That's all they want to do. They don't want you to know Jesus of Nazareth. They don't want you to have a relationship with someone who knows Jesus of Nazareth. They definitely don't want you to speak in tongues. They do not want you to have the gifts of the Holy Spirit because the gifts will bright a light on darkness within yourself. Opposition to God's will is Satan, his main objective. The word Satan means adversary. Satan is primarily God's adversary. In Job 1.6, in Matthew chapter 13, verse 39, he is secondary man's adversary, but he hates mankind. Zechariah 3, 1 and 1 Peter 5, 8. Demons have different natures. One demon identifies in 1 Kings chapter 22, verse 23 as a lying spirit. Donald Trump had that very heavy. All politicians lie, but Donald Trump was the most lying president of all. All of them lie because he has to. See, you in politics, you can't live right. You got to, you got to please everybody. And in the kingdom of God, you only have to please God, the Father, and the Holy Ghost. This is why I don't deal with politicians. A deaf and dumb spirit is identified in Mark 9, 25. You can be dumb and deaf, mean not get no understanding or revelation from the Lord. That's a demon trying to block you. Now, you've got to teach that to a person and train that person because they don't know. My people are destroyed because of what? Lack of knowledge. So it's up to the deliverance minister's job to be patient with the person and to teach them. You have to be teachable in order to get a good, thorough deliverance if you're going to set on a, a deliverance ministry. 
Demons of very natures operate in spirits of infirmities, seducing spirits, unclean spirits. Satan uses this to war against man, body, and soul to destroy you. Now, what about if you're at a church and you ain't never heard this before? You're going to be messed up. You're going to be in a whole lot of trouble. If you're up under a minister that don't know nothing about demons, you can't change. It is impossible. It is impossible to change. There's a spirit called the spirit of infirmity. These are spirits that affect the body of believers as well as unbelievers. Read Luke chapter 13, verse 10 through 17. The woman was afflicted with a spirit of infirmity. She was present in the Sabbath service, and Jesus called her daughter of Abraham. Both of these facts indicate that she probably was a follower of God, yet Satan had afflicted her body for 18 years. Now, I'm going to say this here. Some of our problems that people have, and we've experienced this at Live Deliverance Internet Radio, is generational curses. A curse does not come without a cause. Proverbs 26.2, our fathers have sinned, and you bore their iniquities, Lamentations 5.7. So you have to have a lot of understanding of, of, of generational curses to really be effective to assist that human being to get that evil spirit out of. Because you have to break the curse based on Galatians 3.13, and we're out of time. My God, boy, time so fast passed by. And we didn't even get started in the book of Mark, but we will start. Let me give you the day. Thursday's uh, Evangelist Janice Taylor will be on. Friday we'll be doing Deliverance. Saturday, uh, I am off on my Sabbath, and we will be back on air Sunday. And we will be off Monday, Pastor Steve Lee teaches, and then we're back on the 31st. So we're going to see you back on the 29th and the 31st. And I pray that you learn the ministry of deliverance. It is a beautiful ministry. Now, last night, I came under heavy attack. After I got through a teaching, uh, I heard some growling and some scratching in the back of my door. I said, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, get out of here. They don't scare me. I have no fear. None. Perfect love drives out fear. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power and a sound mind. And the devil will do anything he can to stop you from knowing him, to stop you from knowing his demons, to keep you in ignorance so you can't get free. The Bible says ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. God bless you. Please sow a seed here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. Go to www.livedeliverance.com. Go to the lower left-hand site of the icon on the PayPal site and sow a seed to keep us on air. You can also go to www.livedeliverance.com, and you can go to our GoFundMe site. It will be a blessing for you to bless us. I want to thank all those who have been blessing me. Sammy Osley, thank you. Chaplain John Durden, thank you for picking me up. I had to go to the emergency room, and the God is so good with me. I had some medication to pick up. I'm a veteran. And uh, do the wrong medication with the wrong name. My name is Emmett Overton, and it had Terrence Overton on it, and it had medication that was for the heart. I don't have a heart problem. So I said, I'm ready to go see the Lord. 
found out that it was the wrong medication. And I thank Brother John for being so patient to come pick me up today. And uh, I was at the hospital from 8 o'clock this morning. I got back here about 5 o'clock, and I have not had no sleep. But I can still minister because I stay under the word. I prayed. I shall not die and live. I shall declare the works of the Lord. That's what saved me. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. I didn't know that I had the wrong medication, but I knew the word enough to keep me alive, and it worked. That's what you got to do to keep them demons out of your life. God bless you. We love you here. I want to thank Chaplain Durden. I want to thank Sister Durden. I want to thank Brother Tiro. I want to thank Mama from Finland, Brother Tommy. Brother Paul, these people serve the Lord through their tithes and often Pastor Chris Baker, uh, Pastor uh, Baker, Rodriguez Baker, and his wife. We don't have too very few people tithe here, but God keep us on air. Please sow a seed. Now thank those people for helping us here at Live Difference in that radio. God bless you. Now come join us at six four six three seven eight one eight five seven. We're going to be going into the blog talk uh, room and discuss the sermon and open up. Uh, the mic for people, if they want deliverance or prayer, you're able to get that here at Live Deliverance Net Radio if you call 646-378-1857. Shalom and God bless. Those who are listening to me at LiveDeliverance.com, we want to thank you. We're going to go back with Dr. Derek Prince in Romans Road to Salvation. After that, Derek Prince again at 2300 hours, which is 1134 in Romans chapter 12. And then how to lead Jews to the Lord. The Grace of God, Part 1 and 2, Worrying at 1 o'clock this morning, School of Deliverance, A School. And then we're going to have Kenneth Hagen, which is the new birth, and Kenneth Hagen, How to Be Led by the Holy Spirit, Minister Candace Durden, Spirit of Rejection, Minister Candace Durden, Spirit of Slowfulness, Derek Prince, Witchcraft in Disguise, Derek Prince, Body, Mind, Soul, and Spirit. That's all on LiveDeliverance.com. God bless. We're going to go back to regular broadcast. So we can go in our blog talk room at 646-378-1857. Thank you. Okay. We've got to get ready now to turn this thing off and go into the room. And I want to open the mic up with error code 714. Brother Olsley and my sister, God bless Hello? All right. Chaplain John Dirt, you have the mic. Uh, Good evening, everybody. And I'm hoping, I am really, (laughs) I'm really hoping, after what we heard this evening, you guys can come and tell me, Mr. Brother John, we know you telling him, you writing all those sermons for him, and you doing this for him, and now, you, you're no good. Well, that's a lie. The pits of hell. Because I had the same education you guys had. I went to denomination. I went to school. And it was usually Baptist seminary. And you know what they teach us in the Baptist seminary? No tongues exist. Uh, the demons has uh, has stopped after the first century and so forth. And blah, blah, blah. Now, does that sound like what you heard tonight? Does that sound like a dude like me went to a Baptist seminary? And we haven't heard anything on the different kinds of demons and all the kind of stuff, you know, totally anything like the spirits of infirmity and then some of them are called the seducing spirits, some of them are called unclean spirits and all these other kinds of things. There's a lot of demons. We haven't got that. We've got basic 
theology. So I say all that to say, I appreciate um, the Lord hooked me in because he knew I, I loved him and he knew I wanted to know. And he knew in my heart and spirit that what I've been taught wasn't right, but I couldn't go anywhere because everywhere I go, they always come with me, have his written word. You know, I, that's all I heard, you know. And no such thing as demons and this kind of thing. And, and Jesus can't be God because Jesus was born out of wedlock. Uh, God the Father, you know, ain't had no wife. So how can Jesus be the Holy One? He just probably a prophet or something. Like that. I heard all them lies, man, all that sickness, you know. So I just thank the Lord. Uh, he kept me in place. And, and unfortunately, in my 30s, then finally, I prayed and fasted and everything else and, and got on in my fast. And then he started teaching me. And then he put Brother him and I together when he tried to commit suicide. And uh, when he called a counselor, I happened to be the counselor, and I led him to the Lord. And he rededicated his life to the Lord. And we've been together for 17 years, something like that. And he learned he learned uh, basic stuff from me. But all that stuff he got, he got strictly, directly from the Holy Spirit. And you know what shocked me? When he came there crying, I'm John, I can't go to seminary. I go, why? If you got the money, I got the money. He said, the Lord told me he don't want me to go to school, that he will personally teach me. And I said, the Lord, what Lord are you talking about? He said, he said, my name, he said, when I was over in your extra office, I said, he said, well, something touched my shoulder. Walk up behind me and said, my son, I am Jesus of Nazareth. I will teach you. I do not want you to go to the school because you won't get it. I will personally teach you. You will not go to seminary. And he was crying when he told me that when he ran across the hall in my office. He told me to say, Jesus touched his shoulder and said, my name is Jesus of Nazareth. I will teach you. You will not go to any of those cemeteries. I will teach you. Now go tell John. And every time he's teaching something every day from 8 to in the morning to 5 in the afternoon, he'll, if you go tell John, he'll run over to my office. Brother John, Brother John, you know what the Lord said? The Lord said, blah, 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 blah. Is that really true? And I go, yeah. He said, go leave. He'll run back over. And about a half hour later, he come back over. Brother John, Brother John. You know what the Lord told me again? He tell me something about the Bible. He said, is that true? Is that real? I go, yeah. He go, golly, God personally. And then I'm going to shut up my mouth and say this one last thing. I went over this house a couple of times. And do you know, he was sitting in the dining room, and the Lord was teaching him. He said, just sit down, Mr. John. I sat down on the sofa, and God was teaching him uh, the Bible. He said, tell John. And he would tell me what God is saying to him. Keep personally teaching him in his, in his um, living room. So help me, God, about to blow my mind. My, and that just broke me down. I said, oh, Lord, I got to know you like that, to know you personally, because I want to be taught by you personally, that kind of a thing. It was a great experience. We've been together now about 17 years, and I learned a whole lot of stuff folks, that none of us would get in the seminary. Because, I mean, they broke down all those different kinds of demons and everything else, seducing spirits, spirits, infirmity, unclean spirits. Man, goodness gracious. It's all kinds of demons. Then he, he taught, God taught him and me how demons can gain access into us, how dangerous, how dangerous they are, and everything else. And one thing he taught us, and I got it written down. I'm not going to read it because I'm out of time. Satan works against the mind. You be, I'd, I'd be glad when he put another teaching on that. And I'm looking at, and I'm looking at 25 things how Satan works against our mind. And I just want to say, God bless each and every one of you. Amen. God bless you too, Brother John, and thank you for being a blessing to me today. And that's it for today. Uh, God bless everybody. We're going to get that teaching on the mind and how to come out that thing. We're going to do a teaching on it because a lot of people have been requesting for that, and we will do that. God bless you. Air code 714. Air code 714. Air code 714. Are you there? 
Okay. God bless. We win. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Just